welcome to Three Nerds Watch Cartoons. I'm Shishi. I'm Fatima. And I'm Paula. And this week, we're talking about Inside Out. The... Uh, the... <laughs> Uh, very emotional, um, 2015 Pixar, Disney Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't remember the first time that I watched Inside Out, um, but... Yeah, I remember. Uh, wait, I um, do remember did you do any production research for this I thought this it was time? very good. Um, not a whole lot, um, but I, I think we can just, like talk about it like generally um yeah inside out came out in 2015 um it um it was like also the year that they did the good dinosaur so it's funny like a lot of times what i'll hear people say is like oh yeah you know they had the a team working on inside out and the b team working on (laughs) the good dinosaur did you see the good dinosaur um I did see The Good Dinosaur, and I thought it was okay. It Honestly, The Good Dinosaur strikes me more as, like, an extended Pixar short than it does. Oh. Um, Wait, Tima, have you seen Good Dinosaur? Like, a full-length feature film. I have film. no interest. Um, I think, like, honestly, you would have to force me to sit down and watch it. I do remember because... I mean, we force you to watch a lot of stuff. You do. Um, <laughs> frequently, but I do remember, especially when it came out, People kind of, it becoming like a part of, you know, the people who over intellectualized things, it became a part of the thing to like talk about why the good dinosaur didn't do well, like why it just didn't click. And that's not even to say, like, I'm pretty sure it made all its money back. Um, you know, like it wasn't a, a financial flop or whatever, but people, people yeah. dissecting why the good dinosaur worked or didn't work and why Inside Out did. So I thought that was interesting Um, because I'm wondering, you know, like if you pulled, if you pulled their like production times out of the same lineup, would the good dinosaur have done better? Mm. Yeah. I mean, even inside out has like not really gone down in history as like a Pixar classic as much as a lot of other, I don't know, as much as I would uh, kind of expected it to actually when it came out. I I just think I'm not of the age for that to have hit me. Like, whether Inside Out works or not, I think it's like a thing that I would, me personally, I think I would discover like 10 years from now. Mm. Ah. Well, I, I think that also like it's a very, like I think Inside Out is actually more of a concept film than it is like a strong I actually thought the plot, plot was pretty solid. Like I think that, eh, I don't know. I guess like. Simple. I think well, no. say more, say more. Okay. Well, just like. They, I, I didn't remember it that well. So when I rewatched it, I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty good plot." Because they just like, uh, they, uh, they get trapped outside of where they have to be, and then they have to get back to where they are, where they have to be, and then they learn lessons along the way. It's like classic, classic plot. Yeah, but got to get to the place. Yeah, I guess like the reason why the plot doesn't feel like satisfying to me is that like there's no way that you as a viewer can like. Like, there's a lot of, like, uh, twists and turns and reveals. And, like, that's all fine and dandy. But, like, it almost gets into, like, you know, the difference between, like, shock and, like, anticipation. So, like, anticipation is good. And, like, you you lead your, your audience through, like, a logical sequence of events. But in Inside Out, 
like I think that the plot progression is a little weird, right? Like there's so many. Yeah, I guess it actually like, is just over. a series like, of them like them, right? trying to find a way to the place, and then that way disintegrating, and then they have to find another way. Yeah, and then they do that like five times, and then they get there. Yeah, like there's no way that like the resolution, the resolution of them getting back to headquarters, like there's no way that like a an an audience yeah, that's true. It is kind of just a series of like these sort of random like happens. like they could have even sense? been in a different order, the different like attempts right. that they have. Like right. they don't necessarily get back because they learned their lesson. I mean, they like eventually save Riley, sort of. Because yeah, like, oh, I just I just think it's part. one of those things where there's gonna be a sequel, or it feels like it could have a sequel that is like not trivial, but it won't be like Wreck It Ralph level. What won't be Wreck It like, Ralph I level? Feel like, I feel like they built a world. I'm just wondering what the rule. What's not even the rules? What's the what's the better? Like I'm not. Who? I don't know if I want to like check in on these people again. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I this movie is no Reggae Ralph. It's no Reggae Ralph, and it's also I'm wondering but what I is. Think, like I'm not attached to Riley, and I think no. That was part of people's thing with like the difference they were making, if I'm remembering correctly, between the good dinosaur and Inside Out. They're like, oh, like Inside Out is like a protagonist that's like a child, like all of us were or are navigating their emotions, look at what's going on inside of them. There's a way this could be reflected upon me. But I like have them already then, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm not a I re-downloaded title to listen to Lemonade, you know? <laughs> I, I just don't find Riley a compelling protagonist, even though people made the argument that she was a more compelling protagonist than the good dinosaur. And back to your, like, your comment of like A-team versus B-team, I just think maybe they all should have been, like, not all should have been working on one film, but it's like weird to me that was like their offering for 2015. Yeah. Yeah. They were both. I, I mean, Riley's. I don't. Involved. I don't. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't necessarily think that Riley's a protagonist. I think if anyone the protagonist, it's Joy. Yeah. And like, but honestly, like, yeah, I was sadness thinking about is it, much and more I'm compelling like, I think the than Joy. Joy is actually sadness. like kind of actively annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Joy is a fucking bitch. Like. Okay. Joy is such a fucking. Everyone has their role to play. I know, but like, like Joy is such like a oh like. When she was like, like you know, when they meet, um, Bing Bong, Bing Bong, right? When I when they meet him, and then, <laughs> and then he's, like, he's like, "What are you doing all the way down here?" And then she goes, "That's a good question." Sadness, care to answer? I'm like, "Bitch, square the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I'm a bitch, and I do it with a smile on my face, but like, I'm not passive aggressive like that. I don't know. Wow. That that whole that interaction just really rubbed me the wrong fucking way. <laughs> that girl's roll up on Joy. Who who to who to film about? I don't know. It just feels like these people are not getting enough training for their jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this has happened to every kid around this time. Just classic example of Who's running this organization, you know? parents and they're doing a bad job they've got all these manuals i don't know it just seems like they should be kind of 
It should be uh, sort of prepped on the, See, the effects this, of this might be like an unpopular of... statement, but I think like the moment where they like were jumping into other people's minds. Ooh, even back, even back to your comment. Now you you talking about you you were saying like the good dinosaur felt like a short that got turned into a film. Uh huh. Yeah, I think the same for Inside Out. Yeah, I feel a bit. I think I think this is similar to like. When we went to go see Sanjay, like, you know, the, like, uh-huh. that short, that picture Sanjay short? Super that was really, really Sanjay cute. Super, whatever. Yeah. It's like, if they were, they were like, pause, give it a full film. And someone's like, but I have to, and you're like, uh-uh, just do it. Just, just go. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Like, a lot of the obstacles are not really necessary. Like, they're kind of fun, but yeah, it's lacking a little bit of, like, meat. Oh, wait. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> I really like I really like the development of the story. I, okay, so here's my thing. I really like the setup of Inside Out and the resolution, but sort of like the build up and the climax is a little like um Oh, even the climax is good. It's more like the stuff between like the setup and the climax yeah. that I'm just like, okay, it was like it was just like a little too like cutesy to do for as long as they did. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they had to go through every personality island, and they're like, oh, that one's down now. And I'm like, I get it. Like, all of them are going to go down. Yeah, like, this bitch is different. Can we move on? Shit, I, what kind of personality is hockey? Family, friendship, <laughs> honesty, hockey, and goofiness? The yeah. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. That's not a person. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying that, Shishi, because that's literally me, except one of those is rugby. Like, instead of hockey, it's rugby. That is not... <laughs> and wait for it. You have you have more. I guess I guess she develops more levels at the end of the movie. You have more levels, like boy bands and. Wait, what? When am I into boy bands? No, no, no. she she develops the island of boy bands oh, and like some other yeah, team yeah, yeah. thing at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess kids are boring. Kids are boring. You're right. No, <laughs> I was interesting as hell as a kid. Well, yeah, you probably were interesting, but like some kids are boring. I don't know. It's not don't, not out of this world that she would have. Such a I terrible think, personality. I think I think they all got some tumultuous insides. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So, right. um, can I do a little bit of um production? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um this film was developed by Pete Doctor, um, and he relocated with his family when he was a child from Denmark to the US. Um and he had like a difficult time adjusting and that's why he made the plot line about um moving and then he said that he felt constantly judged by his peers and even though other kids were interested in sports he liked to draw by himself and then that's how he eventually uh, got into animation and then his anxiety (laughs) ended by high school um and then in late 2009, he noticed that his preteen daughter was also having some shyness issues and that it triggered a lot of his insecurities and fears. Um, and then that's when he started to think about like what happens in the human mind uh, when emotions set in. Um, and that's when he sort of like started to develop the um, like con- like the, the conceptual part of the film. Um, and he like consulted with Paul Ekman 
who's a well-known psychologist who studies emotions, and Daisha Keltner, um, who is a professor of psychology at UC Berkeley. Um, and Ekman was the one who early in his career identified six core emotions, anger, fear, sadness, disgust, joy, and surprise. Um, and that's sort of how we get the characters of Inside Out. Um, Doctor was actually the one who created Up, which honestly we should have known based on like <laughs> the sadistic storyline. <laughs> um, and he said that he was encur- like Pixar encouraged him to create another film with a more sophisticated story. Um, more sophisticated story? Right. Rude. He did not. We need to stop. It has a more sophisticated <laughs> world. Or concept. Yes, but I don't think that the story is more sophisticated. Yeah, fucked up. So, Mr. Doctor. Well, no. I, my thought. We'll get to it. Um... So the the story crew in this film was actually like half women um, because they wanted a more diverse choice, um, like more diverse. Which half? The top or the bottom? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they wanted to focus on a girls between ages um, eleven to seventeen because they they had found research that said that they were more attuned to expressions and emotions than others. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Like, apparently storyboarding took two to three years. Um, and then there's an estimated seven versions of Inside Out. And they really wanted to create as much, like, differences between the characters as possible. Um, and they said that apparently Joy was the most complex character to write for. Which is interesting. <laughs> we disagree. I mean, makes yeah. sense. I Send guess. it back. Pause. Send it back. Yeah. Apparently, Have you considered doing better? And we're done. Yeah. Apparently, in one of the like things that they um, that they that they like consider like one of the versions that they considered was joy and fear getting lost together because it seemed like like funnier um i mean i don't know how that would work but they wanted it that's interesting so they didn't start with the the like learning the value of sadness or whatever thing because that's probably the strongest like lesson of the movie i mean it's kind of the only lesson of the movie but it's one of the things i like about the movie i guess yeah well and then that's what he said that like they decided to replace sadness with i fear with sadness because it was like crucial to renewal which i agree yeah um so yeah, that's that's uh, pretty much all I have about that. We can talk about voice actors. Um, I will say that of the well, I wanted to just make a note of the the five characters. Um, it drives me fucking insane that Joy is not one color. Like mm. she already aesthetically, I feel like is really hard to look at. You know, like like I'd rather look at big mouth characters before I got used to them, kind of way. Ooh. Um. But man, like, couldn't she should have been all yellow? Like, it drives me insane. I can't. I'll never get over it. I'll like die still being salty about it. <laughs> so, what I will a couple like comments at least on the production side because you know, uh, or at least the the thing they toted about was like we talked to psychologists, like we talked to clinical professors who teach psychology to people. 
So it's all real and none of it's a lie. And I wonder if authenticity got in the way on a certain point. Uh-huh. Like, I'm wondering if it would have been better had they like done something that we would maybe not characterize as. Um, yeah, if 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 there's like a thing that we didn't characterize as authentic, but maybe made the plot better or like, yeah, made. And um, in a thing that I saw about Inside Out, like a little clip of the behind the making of Inside Out, um, they talked about that where you know they did a lot of research and then at some point they're like, well, we kind of just have to throw that out the window and just write film so i think one of the things that happens with pieces of art um like that are based off of something is that like at some point you have to like choose accuracy over like storyline over accuracy like i know that um lin-manuel miranda kind of talked about that and when he when he was making hamilton ah oh yeah (laughs) that makes sense um, yeah, there were a few parts where they, like, stuck in some, some stuff that seemed like it was, like, clinical terms that didn't seem very necessary. Like, when they go through the abstract thing. Also, super, super side note, or a fact that I got about Joy's character design, um, Joy's green dress and blue hair were added to keep her from, um, being overtly similar to Tinkerbell. Although it did lead her to being compared to Marge Simpson. Um, one, Tinkerbell has a fucking um, green dress. I so, know. excuse? Yeah, it's confusing. I But also, a, some, of, some of these things make me wonder if they just spent way too much time on the movie. Because they were talking about how they had started working on it in 2009 and had been drafting characters and like trying to get things to work for uh, so long. And it leads me to believe that maybe they owe yeah. it. They, I think they did. I mean, seven different versions of a story... You don't need seven versions of a story. Maybe <laughs> four, at the most five, but seven? At some point, you got to take it back a notch and be like, okay, what do we, like, I don't know. That just seems like. Also, what were the versions? Because not that much happens in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them is the fear thing. Okay. Where, like, honestly, if she had, if, if Joy had gotten lost with fear, then it would just be about anxiety instead of depression. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I was going to say, I found it kind of annoying when they were in the abstract place and Sadness kept being like, this is the first step. This is the second step. Yeah. I was like, why are you telling me this? This is so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it would be funny if it was like a Psych 101 joke, but I don't even think it is. Like, that's really, like, high up there. Like, only really the crew can appreciate the joke. <laughs> oh, one... Oh. I guess we can go over favorite gags at one point, but my favorite joke by far was the thing about the hat. <laughs> the two little, like, guards. Yeah. Oh, really? I think my favorite... My favorite... This isn't a joke, so... Because the fuck, this movie is sad. But, um... Like, my favorite line of the film is when Sadness is crying, and she says, crying helped me stop and obsess about the weight of the world's problems. You know? I felt that. <laughs> um, so let's go over voice actors real quick. Oh, yeah. I thought the voice actors all did a great, uh, great job, actually. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things that they mentioned, that, like, the, the, the voice actors really helped the, um, the movie come alive. Um... So for 
For Joy, we have Amy Poehler from Parks and Rec. For Saturday, we have Phyllis Smith from The Office. Once more. I agree. For Fear, we have Bill Hader from SNL. Let's go. <laughs> Anger, Lewis Black. They said SNL. What else? <laughs> um, discuss Mindy Kaling from The Office. Let's run it. Yeah. <laughs> also from The Office, more like her two TV shows. But sure. 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 Let's, let's say The Office. Right. She did write on that. So, you know. Yeah. Just put some respect on that name. I agree. Uh, Sorry, she just recently did an interview where she was like, <laughs> she's like, I just, I'm just, she's like, I don't need someone to tell me I'm awesome. I know I'm great. I'm like, yes. Queen. Yes. She's like, looking to other people is the problem. She's like, people have trouble with women who don't hate themselves. Yikes. I'm like, uh, tell, tell me where it's a lie. Yeah, true. Sorry, I'm done. I have a question. Do you know who her baby daddy is, Fatima? No. Okay, so what? I have is it like three working theories. Okay. Public knowledge. Okay. It's so, not- yeah. No, she's being very private about it. Okay. One. I mean, I have a theory, but go ahead. Yeah, these theories are overlapping. Um, one. The baby daddy is her on and off boy, mm-hmm. baby Novak. Mm-hmm. They're dating, and it's like, whatever. It's not about you. Two. They're not together, but she's like, look at my timeline, okay? I need to have a baby. I think you're not a garbage person. Mm. Would you be my baby donor? Mm-hmm. Three, same story, but she didn't call JV Novak. She's like, that's super weird. So she had a baby that's like in vitro with like a person she maybe does not know personally, but she's like, I'm 38, so... Man, why would she if I'm going to have a baby, he's named Novak. He's a weird looking dude. Yeah, or like he looks physically weak. Well, they, I, I did. I'm just saying they happened. I mean, first of all, I need to see what this child looks like. But second of all, like I, that's the thing. There's no pictures of the baby. She made sure. Oh, the baby has been birthed. Oh, the baby's yeah. like one. Yeah. What's the baby's name? Catherine. Catherine. Okay. Yeah. So and there's no pictures of her. But there is a story that Mindy was like, because she did um, A Wrinkle in Time with Oprah. And Oprah sent her an heirloom bookcase full of books because she knows Oprah. So Oprah was like, oh, your daughter needs to read books. Here's a beautiful ornamental woodworked bookcase because I'm Oprah. So obviously I have a person for that. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, well, my theory is just that like, they were dating, she got pregnant, but they had already broke, like, they weren't together at that point, and she was like, I'm still mm-hmm. with this baby, ah. and they were friends. That's also super solid. Also, po- probably what, you know, super solid. Yeah. Feel like that's the story. <laughs> um, it gives me everything I wanted yeah. in my stories, but also the legitimacy of, like, what probably happened. <laughs> Yeah. Y'all got this case wide open. Yeah. Honestly, like, there was a time when I was, like, obsessed. Like, I think it was, like, spring semester. I was obsessed with finding out who her her baby daddy (laughs) was. Through the internet? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was, like, really trying to figure it out. And then I remember that Mandy Kaling tweeted something like, um, 
Because, like, I was, like, saying, like, I wish she talking about Vijay Novak. Are they going to events together? Like, what's the sitch? Um, and then, like, she tweeted this thing that was, like, I need, like, someone take me to In-N-Out Burger. And then he replied to the tweet and was, like, give me a five fucking minutes to answer a text. And I was, like, oh! <laughs> my heart Damn. my heart was a flutter. I'm so down. Wow. What's your favorite, what's your, like, go-to snack food? Um... Probably cuties. What else? You are what you eat. About to get some. Aww, cute. What's yours? I like the little kettle corns they have at Trader Joe's. Mm. Okay. Moving on. Thank you for those responses. They were all very good. What about Like these days, almonds and cranberries. If I'm feeling broke, I, I tell myself I should have planned ahead and bought in bulk. Um, and I move on hungrily. Hummus and crackers, I think, was good one because i could yeah. get some it was like on sale and i could get it all for like under 350 and i was like that's a good snack yeah um so can we talk about favorite characters yeah boing i mean is anyone's not sadness yeah what's your who's your favorite disgust oh true actually same kind of oh yeah absolutely <laughs> M- mindy nailed it she really did and like there's like this like in in Colombia there's this like um like subgenre of girls letter called like gomelas which are just like stuck up girls and they like talk like always like disgusted um and so like there's a bunch of like memes that like have has like disgust saying shit like that those kinds of girls would say <laughs> I do like um the scene with the broccoli where she like where she like gets the kid to like not eat any broccoli and all the other all the other feelings are like oh man you did save our lives you're right yeah I enjoy, that. I enjoy when they like don't <laughs> when they like don't know how human beings are and that's like how results in how they make okay I have an Amazon Prime shopping cart and I need to get more things in it what makes a meal keep going uh <laughs> what I'm so confused. <laughs> Just list off get the some, humans. Uh, did you get Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, I got cereal. I got Captain Crunch, though. You want to get some, like, vegetable chips? Ooh. Those dried-out vegetable things. I see you, Sheesh. Give it mm-hmm. great ideas. Sorry, back on task, y'all. I would really appreciate if y'all could stay back on task. I like anger, too. Yeah, anger is very good. They're yeah. all very like obviously because they're all emotions like they're all very relatable and they were cast very very well yeah casting was great casting was great oh yeah i mean but they're also like there's not that much to talk about in terms of their personalities because they all have one like trait yeah and i think that that's one of the reasons why like this story wasn't compelling like i almost think inside out could have been better if it was like a 30 minute film yeah I, yeah. Or even a TV show. Maybe if they serialized, there would be more into it. But what would they do then? Yeah, what's it the like, it would it would be um like uh that show about bodies, you know? Uh, uh, Osmosis Jones. It could have been like a serialized. We Osmos- have to go on adventures, which is like generic to the body, but they could have done it through like a psych perspective. That so would rather be cool, yeah. Blood cells fighting. It could have been um. It could have been us. <sighs> Sorry, you, you you see what I mean. Yeah. It, it could have been us plippity plopping around and 
figuring out emotions on an episode basis. I mean, this this movie is basically Osmosis Jones. I'm a genius. Let's let's send that out. Actually, <laughs> I've decided that's a great idea. They they can send me my residuals at where I'm always at the streets. This this movie is Osmosis Jones for the brain. That's really good. No, it's not because Osmosis Jones the movie was great. This <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I'm being so honest, like. Like, I understand people put Pixar on a pedestal. But if I, if someone's like, right now, do you want to rewatch the Osmosis Jones movie? Or I don't even know if it was a movie versus like a three part episode. Or would you like to rewatch Inside Out? I would say, I think I'm going to learn more by watching the Osmosis Jones movie. I do remember that movie as being. And have a good old time and like the characters. I mean, Osmosis Jones, like, was interesting, but it doesn't have the emotional depth of Inside Out. I mean, Osmosis Jones is a real character. Did you watch the Osmosis Jones movie okay. before you come and check me like this? I did. So what I'm going to say right now might make you upset, but it's also all I got right now. Racism. Okay? Racism. I don't know racism. <laughs> back, we're, back, we're back to being the premier POC podcast. So. Jesus. And this is what happens when you back baby into a corner. Okay. Okay, fine. You know what? I have been outed as a racist on this podcast episode. Uh, It was a long time coming. Uh, Every everyone was waiting. I think I think Golden Derby had a betting, a betting round on it. No, but seriously, um, it's totally fine. It's more like I'm just resentful that I didn't feel anything watching the movie. Um. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people say it's great and I'm I'm don't deny it. I look at it, I'm like, oh, it looks like it did everything it was supposed to. But I got to the end and I was just like, I don't feel seen. And I think the point of this was like to mm. feel seen. And maybe it's like not great. I think that's also maybe a flaw of like a movie being based on like people feeling related to it. Like there's a way up was like a m- absolutely emotionally manipulative. But it's also like, even if you felt nothing, you could be like, oh, he lost his partner. That's sad. Like, literally, unless you're a psychopath, you can still follow the steps of, like, how the things come to be. Yeah. But if you don't relate with this, like, 12-year-old girl, you're just, like, you're stuck for the rest. Yeah, I think that, like, it almost, like, it only works if you have already experienced that, but it doesn't work if you haven't. Like, if you've already gone through the part where you realize that, like, all emotions are necessary. Well, I don't even think it's that, because, like, for, like, I think it's a good lesson. It just, like, isn't that emotionally touching. I think part of it is, like, because Riley is supposed to be, like, a blank slate kind of character, but, but like, you know, mm. they chose, like, the default of a human being in the way that, like, movies often do, where it's, like, a middle-class white whatever. And, like, yeah. I mean, it's not, like... There's relatable stuff about it, but, like, the fact that she's not really a character kind of makes it harder to, like, really be touched emotionally by it, even though I do think, like, it's a good, like, teaching tool, maybe, or, like, it's a, like, the, the, I don't know, I like the lesson. The lesson is good. It's also a fun movie to watch. Like, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Yeah, but I also wonder, like, how much the lesson really sticks, because even though everyone related to, like, all my, all the kids related to sadness the most... They also were like a lot of them were like really mad at sadness. Oh, really? Like they still, yeah, they still had like trouble even understanding like you know 
she needed to feel sad in order to feel happy. I think there was one that said like, wow, I was really touched by that part. A lot of them just kind of saw, still happened to see like sadness presence. As oh, well. interesting. Even though I'd like also explain to them like, oh, you know, like, you know, emotions <laughs> or communication, blah, 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 you know? Hmm. Um, so yeah, I just think like this movie really tries to do the Lord's work in that it, it tries to like destigmatize good emotions and bad emotions. But I think that it's just like so hardwired into us, mm. you know? Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that much else to say. I think that this movie also has a lot of good goofs. I'm like, I almost wish that they'd spent a little bit more time outside of Riley's head and more time in the real world. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because those are like, like little- the least interesting parts to me. Like, it's definitely like Osmosis Jones where you like, zoom out and it's just like fucking who played was that like bill murray is that a person <laughs> <laughs> who's the guy yeah do you <laughs> mind know you know who it is it is bill murray okay <laughs> it sounds like i was like putting two people's names together or i don't know whatever i just well remember. bill murray has two first names That's, that is true um Oh, is there a difference between sensitive and sensitive pronouns? What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's much else to say. Well, uh, what what gags did you guys like? Because I found the ja- ga- like the gags that there were pretty enjoyable. Yeah, my one of my favorites um, is the one where like they're at the dinner table and like. Um, <laughs> Like, you see the mom and the dad's heads as well. Yeah, that that shit is great. And the dad was like, all right, time to put the foot down. And then all the little characters, like, get up and, like, turn a key at the same time. That's honestly so fucking funny to me. I really enjoyed that. Actually, seeing, like, the, like, yeah, the jokes about, like, the mechanics of their little brain uh, organization was, was very fun. Yeah. And, um, like, I... Like when the dad, all the dad I, characters are like watching like his memory of a football game, like it's a real football game, that really cracks me up. <laughs> um, I I really like the the whole key turning thing because that's how I feel like my brain works when when um when I when I yell, mm. like I have to exhaust all my other options and all my emotions have to go like, all right, we got to do this. <laughs> Everyone, turn the key at the same time. Yeah, they I, had some, I mean, they had some good gags in the little credits thing where they had the different people's brains and they had, like, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the cat getting scared for no reason. That that was that was not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the Brazilian helicopter pilot. I didn't think that was that funny. Really? The kids, the kids got really offended by that. They're like, oh my god, she's married and she's thinking about another man? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's right. I forgot what it was like to be a child. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. Those little beans, the way they talked, they were really funny. Those little beans. When they were doing the, uh, the whole... Um, the dream sequence thing and they had the one person who's like a bad actor and it resulted in her like acting kind of weird like in the way that people in dreams act kind of weird you know 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the translation between their like production of the dream and then the the actual reality, like with the dog splitting apart and stuff, like that was solid. That was solid. Yeah, yeah. I really liked. Um, I really liked the part where where they're like the, those little bean things are cleaning up the memories, and they're like U.S. presence, and then it's like uh, throw them away, keep. Washington Lincoln and the fat one, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking thing with the song. Oh. Yeah, that it's was funny. Joke to make, and it it hit. Yeah, it really does. Fatima, do you have any gags that you like? Nope. Fatima hated the movie. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I didn't say that, but since you said it, I'm not gonna fight you on it. Did you wow. hate the movie, bro? Dude, I didn't say anything, man. Just wondering. I didn't, you know, I just said I was going to fight you on it. I'm just going to pull, I'm just pulling the nerds, you know, for our fans. They want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like push. Okay. Just like push. <laughs> so like this movie versus Voltron. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. This movie. 17 times. <laughs> wow. One after another. Have you seen the newest Voltron? No. Okay. Have you? End of end okay. of the discussion. I haven't. I'm see, saying on Netflix, I've like seen some of the like imagery. Uh, you know, like when they'll like do a little on the bottoms, and I'm just like, I think they're leaning into some of the like Tumblr things about them, and oh, I don't know how I like interesting, that. Interesting. Like I, I don't like that entire energy of like what's happening. I think with the newest season of Riverdale, where they're like, oh, people like making fan fiction about us. We're gonna lean all the way into that. Like we're gonna give you all the visuals. I do like that. You want these two people together? I mean, of course. Together. I do enjoy that. I think that Riverdale um, had a lot of fanfiction potential in the beginning, and they didn't really set it up right. And now they're trying to—they're uh, trying to undo their wrongs. And the new season of Riverdale is really killing. And they're it. just leaning all the way in. No, and I stopped watching it because I was like, "Oh, they're gleaning this. Like they're gonna give, <laughs> like they're gonna give the gays what they want." And it's just like not okay. <laughs> it's just not okay. <laughs> To give them all of what Please they want. Do. It's not okay. Please do. It's, it's just too much. It's good. It's what I want. No, it's way, it's unacceptable. The thing is that, like, I disagree. Because I think a lot of times, like, people think, like, people don't necessarily know what they want. Like, <laughs> like not so much but like sometimes in terms of plot like they're like oh i really want to see such and such happen but like that's not the most compelling storyline and the point of art isn't to give people what they want it's to like you know invoke feeling and mm. so i don't know like it i don't think that like you can take into account like what your fans want but that like you shouldn't be basing your art on what they yeah, want i feel you, I feel you. Well, like, but also, in Riverdale's defense, they're not, like, giving people what they want. They're, like, um... Yes, they are. I think that they're actively trying to, like, encourage a fanfiction base, because they know that that's a thing. Which, like, to do that, you don't actually, like, follow the storylines that would happen in fanfiction. You just, like... You just gotta, like, give, like, certain just homosexual tension just, like, has to exist. Like, you don't even have to do a lot. You know? I mean, Inception... <laughs> birthed the whole... <laughs> You know, you don't need, you really need almost nothing. Just need, like, a few shots of the boys' locker room, that's all. All right. Get Reggie in there, you know? Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, um, so should we wrap it up? 
Sure. This has been Three Nerds Watch Cartoons, and from the three of us to the three of you, keep Keep nerding out. Take me to emotion. I want to go all the way. Show me devotion and take me all the way. Take me to emotion. I want to go all the way. Show me devotion and take me all the way. Uh, Okay, I can almost not hear you at this point. Oh, you can't hear yeah. me. Can you hear me now? Yeah, a little bit. He okay. Tell tell me. I'm just gonna okay, keep talking. Perfect. Tell me when it's like worse. That's great. Okay. This is per. Where is the mic I don't know, but that is located? Where you are right now. That's great. So I'm whispering to the side of that's my really computer. Weird. I, I guess can't that's order what my is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming out loud oh, here. All right. What, so what about Osmosis Jones? <laughs>